1: All right, here we go. Podcast time. It is a Monday, Monday, Monday. His name is Al Dukes. Al Dukes. Al Dukes. What's up? Oh,
2: well, hi, Jerry. I have some people landscaping across the street. So if you hear some lawnmowers, leaf blowers, this sort of thing, that's what's going on. It that's what happens like when you a,
1: broadcast from home. They're making a racket out there. Yeah, they're doing their job.
2: I suppose. <laughs> Not, yeah.
1: Yeah, I suppose that's what they do. <laughs> what do you want them to do? Knock on the door? Right. Mr. Yes. Dukes is, is now that. okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I'm like, well, you know, maybe we'll
2: come back a little later and do the landscaping.
1: I have. I do. Uh, I record my um, weekly interview with a featured cowboy every week on oh, yes. Thursdays. From and home. yeah, I do it from home. And uh, it has become, I would say, it's never been an issue before. But this year, it seems like I, my neighbor has a new landscaper that shows up literally five minutes before the interview is scheduled every Thursday. And I shut the window. You got Kurt. It doesn't matter. These machines are so damn loud that it comes through. There's nothing I can do about it. (laughs) I can't ask him to alter his schedule for me. So pretty funny. So I get it. You'd probably say no. Yeah, it's not worth my time. It's not worth my time. Jerry, this
2: uh, weekend was Halloween.
1: It didn't feel like it, but yes.
2: Uh, it did not feel like it. We uh, hung out by Gina's house because she was in, interested in giving out candy and that sort of thing. Right. But, uh, and and a lot of places, I don't know how your neighborhood did it, but they wanted you to put candy out on the table. Yeah, so I didn't that there do that. Wasn't, so that there wasn't a lot of contact. Right. So Gina made up these little baggies where she, Ziploc baggies where she would put various candies in. Right. And uh, the squirrels kept stealing them. <laughs> My boy, she's got a squirrel problem there, huh? She has a squirrel problem. And in fact, it was so crazy because she put out a bunch and then like a bunch were gone and no kids had come by yet. Wow. And we looked, there was a squirrel ran all the way up a tree and he was screaming in joy, it sounded like, of this a bag of treats he had. Then across the street, I found uh, the a plastic bag ripped open with the M&M's eaten and uh, Snickers bars. Eat. Oh my god, you're going to have sugar-crazed squirrels running sugar-crazed around. Sugar-crazed
1: squirrels also eating plastic. How about that? From the bags. So they're going to be pooping out plastic and they're going to be on sugar highs.
2: Yeah, then we I, I took a picture of the squirrel on her table and I had tweeted it out. Now, there was How close side, did you get to it? Uh, I was right outside her her front door. It was like right there. Damn. You had to like, they don't get, the squirrels are no longer scared of people.
1: No, I think they've realized that they freak
2: us out more. Right, like no one beats up a squirrel, so they're not afraid of us. Right. So you're right, they they know that they're scaring us now, and Mm. they've got the numbers. How about that? So the other thing was, uh, so I took a picture of the squirrel, it was in the cookie section. Gina had a section of cookies and a section of candy. So of course everyone was mocking the cookie selection.
1: What was the uh, cookie selection?
2: Well, you bought a, a packs of these boxes of individual snack packs of cookies. So there were Chips Ahoy's. Nice.
1: Why would they mock those? Well,
2: they didn't mock those. There was Chips Ahoy's, Oreos, but they came in boxes with Teddy Grahams. Oh. And the thing that got really mocked, Ritz Crackers. Oh, no one wants Ritz crackers. Not even the
1: squirrels. The no. squirrels
2: did not even take the Ritz crackers. They're
1: crackers. They're not cookies. You got but, Chips Ahoy and Oreos. Yeah, the other stuff. Right. Nah. Right. Crackers. Teddy Grahams. Teddy Grahams are underrated. They're boring.
2: It's, uh, but it's different than candy. Like if you're if you're sick of getting candy over and you had a choice of
1: candy, kids have this on their calendar for weeks. They do for candy. I saw a lot of Harry Potter kids, like dressed as Harry Potter. Did you see? By by yeah. us, it was mostly uh, ridiculous, crazy clown outfits. Oh, clown outfits! Yeah, I didn't see much Harry Potter where we were. What about superheroes? Always very popular. I saw one Captain America and one. Um, oh damn it! What's the Spider Man? No, the guy dressed Black in Panther? gold. No, gold dust? No, not gold. I forget. I Iron Man. Iron Man. That's it. Yes, that's it. I saw two two kids. That was it. Yeah. Nothing else. Hmm. It was kind of sad, though, seeing some kids like walking around by themselves.
2: I guess their parents wouldn't let them go with groups of kids. It's the way it is right now.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, there was my neighborhood was dead. Um, Hell, I was doing leaves. (laughs) I didn't even give it a thought, to be quite honest. And then we went somewhere later on because we have friends who do like a haunted garage. That I mean, he builds it out into the driveway. Yeah, and he has spent a lot of money on this thing, and he freaks the kids out. And so that was the place to stop by. So we did, and it was busy. It was really busy over there. But by 6 o'clock, there wasn't a soul to be found.
2: Yeah. I know some places like Bradley Beach had an 8 p.m. curfew.
1: Yeah, ours was 7, I think. Nice. But by 6, there was no one around. Really, everyone seemed to come out between 2 and 6, and that was it. And that was fine by me.
2: Yeah. How's I had to right? run
1: out and get extra candy because the squirrels are eating it. Yeah, or you could have just... Put the sign up, out of candy. That's what I
2: said. Just shut it down. I shut would. up shop.
1: Yeah. I Gina, matter Regina. of fact, I was doing leaves, and these poor kids came up, and I had no idea if we had candy or not. They started walking. I'm like, guys, I don't think we got nothing. COVID, I <laughs> was not prepared. They are right. like, oh, okay, no problem. I'm like, man, I feel terrible. And then I found out we did have it. So then we took care of the whoever came after that. I didn't realize that my wife actually had a bowl of candy sitting inside. Right. How about that? How about that?
2: How about that? Jerry, I want to give a, a, a woman uh, sent me a direct message on Twitter. Her Are name you is, meeting
1: her at the hotel this weekend?
2: I am not. Her name is uh, Kristen Watts. Hi, Kristen. And she says, hi, long time listener here. My husband got me into your podcast after we moved to West Palm Beach from Long Island. Oh, how cool. Anyway, can you please wish him a happy seventh anniversary for me? Not sure if you will, but since I'm not a guy, I figured I might have a shot
1: you kristen yeah you nailed it
2: (laughs) uh his and she said oh i forgot to tell you his name it's matt okay so matt and kristen happy seventh anniversary
1: yeah you guys might still like each other that's awesome seven years yeah yeah i would say seven years is still good uh, the seven year itch no
2: i don't you know what
1: i remember i was at my sister-in-law my brother-in-law's house uh, right around our seven-year anniversary, which is now a long time ago, 14 years ago. Yeah. And I remember my wife's aunt saying to me, so you okay still with my, you know, I'm not going to mention her name, but, you know, with the, with, their, with her niece. And I said, of course, why? She goes, you realize you just passed seven-year seven itch. You know that, right? I'm like, okay. Like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. She goes, I'm just making sure. I feel like that's a thing of the past. The seven-year itch—that was yeah. an old, old, uh, old wives. Style. I think it takes longer now. Yeah, I don't think probably longer years. than seven years.
2: I think so. Although, I th- yeah, well, I was going to say, I feel like if you get past seven years, you're good. But you, no, what's weird is when you hear true. people
1: get divorced after like twenty-five years. It's so odd. Well, I can tell you, some people will stay with one another for the sake of the children and the family, and as soon as the kids are good, see ya, <laughs> Sue. That does not. Was that you or was that Eddie? That was me. Oh, okay. It was pretty good. Um, and I think that's admirable. Yeah. But I think they also realize they don't want to live the rest of their life miserable. Right. Is that fair? I mean That is fair. Sorry. You only go
2: around this world You was
1: only get one trip, dude. You got one, one trip, trip around. around the world. That is it. And boy oh boy, has that become crystal clear to me the last few months. Right. It is over in a blink.
2: Yes. So you're right. Even if you've been together 25 years, if you want to uh, uh, go in a different direction, you got to go in a different
1: direction. See, it's a weird thing because if it, and it's something that, you know, I have friends that are struggling in their relationships. Um, and it's, it's, an, it's an odd thing when you think about the commitment you make to get married to someone, you know, for, you know, richer, for poor, blah, 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 blah all that's crap. But at the same time, this is it. Like, this is your one time right <laughs> like once you're 70 80 90 years are up you ain't getting a redo <laughs> so yeah, no redos. do you sit there and say well made a commitment or do you say but i'm miserable every day and depressed you
2: uh say listen i'm miserable it's time to break this commitment we break contracts no. all the time
1: that's why what 53 percent of all marriages now i think it's up to yeah. and in divorce
2: how about that yeah now for some good news, Jerry, McDonald's <laughs> is bringing
1: back the McRib. Okay,
2: is that something you would order?
1: No, me neither. <laughs> the McRib? Are you out of your mind?
2: It has not been on the menu uh, since 2012. Eight years
1: since the McRib has been available.
2: I got to be honest. Some I would love have thought the it, McRib.
1: I would have thought it was on the menu every year.
2: <laughs> You'd have been like, "That's just an option."
1: Yeah, I had no, I no idea. Big Mac McRib. Yeah, I decided, like
2: why just keep if if you have something on your menu you just always have it on the menu
1: yeah I don't know maybe it's something that's expensive so they do it but that's like about eight years ago
2: it's like when when companies when the stores do like pumpkin coffee like do it people love pumpkin coffee have it all the time
1: yes but you know what you're gonna run into though and I'm surprised you don't get this especially when we have talked about it in our business it's not special then fatigue right Primetime football used to be special on Monday nights. Hmm. It's not anymore because now they play on Sunday nights. They play on Thursday nights. I will tell you just from my wife's experience, she looks forward to she actually likes that pumpkin latte, coffee, crap, whatever it is. But I don't know if she would get it year round. I don't know that she would be into it in March. But as the leaves change and it starts to feel like fall, it's I don't know. It's like when you start the – it just has that feel to it. Then when is McRib season? Apparently every eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't eat it, nor will I. i have the Big Mac. I'm not having every McRib. Every second leap year, the McRib <laughs> comes out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <laughs> returns to McDonald's. When do we have lunar eclipses? Break out the
2: McRib. <laughs> I did see a study, though, Jerry. We love to do studies here that said – Yeah, when's the last
1: Pornhub study you've had?
2: They have not been... uh, I think coronavirus is keeping them from doing their studies. Their budget's
1: down. But I thought thought that industry was booming. But
2: maybe they can't go out and do the... I don't know. That's a good question. You have the internet. Have you heard of it? Yeah, the internet. Right. They live on the internet. Right. A new study is out that says lack of food compatibility is a deal breaker for couples. If you don't like the same
1: foods. A deal breaker? Deal breaker. I mean... Listen, my wife does not eat seafood at all. Like she despises seafood. I don't love it, but I would like to have a shrimp dinner once in a while. I do enjoy that, but it's not like, oh, damn, we can't go to Red Lobster. I'm out. I mean, I don't right. do I care. There's a land lover section. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If she wants, or or you could get shrimp at a steakhouse. So yeah, you no, work no. around it, right? I think there's ways that you could. You don't have to worry about that, right? Mm, I don't know. I mean, now listen, I could see this being a deal breaker someone who's a vegan or a vegetarian and feels very passionately about that. And then you meet someone you like, but this guy's a slob that just wants to eat steak and chicken. And I could see that being a problem, right? That mood, that would make sense to me. Or I could see in your case, if you met like someone that just wants to eat, (laughs) Eat actual food. As opposed to fast like, your whole life like you do. <laughs> I'm kidding. You eat a lot. I'm joking. <laughs> I do eat a lot now, yes. You do. You you snack like no one I've ever seen. I did date a couple of... Uh, I dated
2: one vegan, and uh, she was not uh, vehement about me not eating meat.
1: That's good. That's someone who's got I a good head s- on her shoulders. But
2: I still felt guilty. Yeah. Especially if something was on a bone. You had
1: trouble eating the bone.
2: Yeah, just I felt like I wouldn't eat like a, a chicken on a bone because that seemed like... Something really animalistic it, about it. Yeah, you're really throwing that into a vegan's face when you're ripping meat off a bone.
1: I will tell you, we've got... I don't know where the hell they came from, but there's like two or three wild turkeys roaming our neighborhood. I oh, don't, yeah. I don't know why. And they're the the most adorable things. Like, this is really what we're going to murder and eat in, in a few but weeks. Those, those
2: wild God. turkeys I hear are um, mean and they're not the type of turkeys that get eaten because I, they're because they're mean, they're tough. I'm sure they yeah, are. Tough. And
1: I'm not planning on bringing the turkey into the home or okay. am I going to shoot it and kill it and eat it. I'm just saying like you look at it like man that's what we're eating. Right. I don't know. Like I could eat pasta. That's uh that's never been alive, the pasta. No, it has not been. It's yeah. also a lot of carbs. That's the Correct. problem when you're supposed to eat the right way, you're eating all meat. Yes. I should just Products. eat vegetables and fruit.
2: Meat in the can.
1: Meat in the can. Vegetables, fruit, and protein shakes. Boom. My new diet. Jerry's diet. Oh, yes. I'll be in the hospital next week. <laughs> right. No nutrients. <laughs> no, it's a lot. Well, I mean, the fruits and vegetables, nutrients. True. And protein shake, you get a lot yeah. of vi- vitamins. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Well, I, I can right, hear Jerry. your dog in the background. You got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this dog has to. I have to pee. The dog has to pee.
2: Kristen, happy Ooh. anniversary. Uh, yes, to you and Matt. Uh, we got a warm-up show. It was a Monday version. Ooh, tomorrow, we got a fun warm-up show. We'll have the Giants-Bucks reaction.
1: Yes. What do we do with the phone calls? Have we decided that yet? If they're any good, like today, we took one or two dude, good ones. Do you have any idea it. that I had any idea if they were any good? Oh. I have I no guys, idea. Yeah. <laughs> no clue. Oh, All right, yeah, dude. Have a, have a great People Monday. People are very
2: angry. They do not like the phone calls, so I'll tell you that right now. All right. I All right yes, you have a great Monday as well, Jerry. And right We'll on. see you tomorrow morning.
0: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Good morning, campers.
1: Al and Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, here we go. It's a Monday morning, a wacky Sunday in the NFL, unless you're a Chiefs fan and things kind of go according to plan because they're fantastic and the Jets are not. I'm in New York, Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore. It's football Monday. Al, what is up? Good morning, Jerry.
2: Um, I heard a lot from the listeners over the weekend. On Friday, we took phone calls.
1: Right. We're going to take phone calls again, I think.
2: They were not happy about it. So I don't know about that, Jerry. They called the uh, listeners very angry. All right.
1: I mean, you deal with Mark. You tell yeah. me. <laughs> very angry. They said
2: now it's just another show. The callers add nothing. Blah, 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 I disagree. blah, blah, blah. You first Which of part? all,
1: first of all, you even said on Friday you enjoyed the callers. I some of them, the ones that call um, and just say I love the show, that doesn't do anything for us. Oh no, I like listener. that for the ego. I think that's good for
2: the ego. It's good, but for the guy sitting in traffic or or, or uh, wiping the sleep out of his eyes, as they say, means nothing. Well, they, you know what? If you
1: want all of us, you got to deal with it,
2: Jerry. Um, here's another thing. Uh, going into tonight's game, you know, I've been one in four on my parlays yes. for legitimately. Are you four and zero? Four straight weeks of one and four. Right. I'm one and three. <laughs> it's a, it, it is unprecedented. It is an unprecedented run.
1: Well, I will say, in fairness My to you, goodness. not not the whole season, but yesterday, yesterday, I mean, honestly, this is where I know the parody is great and all. It's stupid. Anybody that claims they can make a living picking football games, right. sell that crap somewhere else. You
2: like, sell that crap somewhere else. You hear Jerry like, Reckham?
1: Not only did the Bengals beat the Titans. The Bengals drilled the Titans.
2: They manhandled them.
1: I, like, how does that game make? It? How does the Dolphins not only beating the the Rams, but and by the way, statistically they got hammered. How does that game make any sense? Right, a through for under a hundred yards. Nothing, nothing. But you get a you get a return for a touchdown, a punt return for a touchdown. I mean, come on. It's I don't know. It, they, these games are just wacky. You're right. The
2: only one that made sense
1: was, was the Chiefs and Jets.
2: Yeah, Chiefs and Jets. We knew what we were going to get, and we got it. We got five touchdown passes by Patrick Mahomes. I did see some people were upset that the Chiefs did a fake punt on the Jets. Why?
1: <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> that. Now, if it was thirty-five-nine and they do <laughs> that, okay. At that point in the game, why? Are these not pros against pros?
2: It is. It just seemed like you know we knew they knew they were going to beat them. I didn't How understand. Does this stop them. How about this? Why would why would the Jets even even attempt field goals? You know the Chiefs are going to score touchdowns. You know they are. So kicking three field goals
1: um, is pointless. No, I see. I disagree from this standpoint. I think the first one it was fourth and twelve. Okay, the Jets couldn't convert a fourth and twelve if you gave them ten chances right now.
2: Yeah, but kicking field goals it's meaningless. Not at seven nothing. It's not.
1: No, but you know how the game's going to go. You know the Chiefs I, I know, are going dis- to score I, seven listen, points. Listen, I don't disagree with you. I think the second one was fourth and eleven. Now the third one, the third one, I'm I'm completely on board with you because it's a 4th i I'm trying to think. I think the third one it was fourteen six, and I think it was only fourth and six. Pointless. Hundred percent agree with you. Pointless. Yeah. Stupid. Even the Chiefs are going for it on fourth down. Yeah, but the, here's that. But again, here's the difference. The Chiefs know they can make it. The Jets, I think, rejoice when they complete a pass. Al, they had four yards of offense in the second half last week, and only like fifty-two or something yesterday in the second half. That is like Division Three college against Division One college level. I mean, look at it's embarrassing.
2: Look at the Jets, just what the Jets have put up the last few weeks: Uh, nine points yesterday, they're not capable. Ten points the previous week. Yeah, zero points the previous week. 10 points. Right. So in the last four weeks, they've put up 10, 20, 29 points in
1: four weeks. Yeah. They t- ah. they're, they're bad. I mean, there's nothing else to You're say. Bad. They're a bad football team. And I think we know that at this point after eight weeks. And then I saw, why well, I woke up to this news. By I the way, what... just real quick before you say yeah. that, because I gave you the two games that made no sense. Yeah. The Vikings beating the Packers. Yep. I mean, knock it off. Stupid. All right, go ahead. What did you say? Uh, uh, the Jets traded Avery Williamson. Yeah, last night that came down, I want to say, it was third quarter of the Cowboy-Eagle game, I yeah. think, around 10 o'clock. And so, he, how about this? Could you imagine? Uh, Avery, you're, you're, we're 0-8. We're going to trade you. Oh, where am I going? Yeah, you're going to a team that's 7-0. and <laughs> The Steelers. Talk about the penthouse to the outhouse, or the outhouse yeah. to the penthouse. Good lord. Whatever. He goes from the worst team so in football lucked. to, right now, the best team in football.
2: This guy is going to a potential... He was he was on a team that was going to be winless. He is going to a team that could go to the Super Bowl.
1: Yes. And I think if I'm Joe and Evan or whoever, he's on with Joe and Evan every Joe day. Joe and Evan, every, yeah. I think he still comes on this week. And then I think he goes on with Carton and Roberts for the rest of the season. <laughs> As a stealer? Yes. So he can mock the Jets.
2: <laughs> right. we got to be like, listen, you signed a contract with us. You've got to do this. <laughs>
1: That's what I would do. You have to do this.
2: Mm. And we get a little Monday night football local tonight Jerry. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers come to a very windy MetLife Stadium. Oddly I'm looking forward to this game. Mm, me too. I don't, I don't know, know why. why.
1: I don't know why either. I I actually have I don't want to say I've enjoyed watching the Giants because they haven't been good either, but they give you something and I feel like they're in almost every game. The Bucs intrigue me because they seem like they've gotten better each week. So I'm, I'm into this game. Like I was not into the. I had no interest in the Jets and Chiefs yesterday because the right, game went exactly the way we thought it was going to go. We knew who they thought they were. I think something. the Giants can cover the number tonight. I me don't too. know if they can win, but I think they'll have a chance to cover the number. It was
2: 10 and a half at the end of last week when I put in my parlay. Whereas is it still 10 and, a half? 10 and, and a half? I have not looked.
1: Still. Me neither. So you have who to go one and four? The, I have the <laughs> Giants to cover. Okay, so the, so the <laughs> Patriots in a route tonight. Got it. <laughs> good to know yeah good to know. now
2: uh, jpp you down with jpp he is on the buccaneers now jerry he has yeah. uh, said that he's uh, coming for their necks yes
1: i'll play this next hour the giants I, you know
2: he he's seems just like he's
1: well no 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 no, no. i think you play? You listening listening to him he is definitely out to show them that he still has a lot of gas in the tank but the whole neck thing i think he was that was half a laugh He's hoping to
2: destroy them. Yeah, I was get that it. a
1: laugh? No, that that part, I think. I think everybody wants to destroy the opponent, kind of like you know Javon Wims was punching the guy in the face. Oh, that was awesome,
2: <laughs> the dude on yeah. the
1: Bears. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, I think JPP is is out for blood tonight. Absolutely.
2: Now, I have not heard that saying, and uh, if it is a saying, I've not heard it worded that way. I'm coming for their necks.
1: No, me neither. Maybe you maybe- know what
2: that means. He's gonna do a cl- he's gonna close line Daniel Jones. I wouldn't do that. Okay, he, right might the- he might get kicked out
1: of there he might get kicked out. Might get yeah, ejected. ejected. Ejected? Yeah. Very possible.
2: Uh, you know what's funny off too? The ropes.
1: Not funny. Boom. What's interesting is watching all these games yesterday too, and I mean, you know, red zone shows you a lot.
2: I love the red zone.
1: How many it seems like a lot of teams now? are letting in between five and 15,000 people. And in some cases, I think in Dallas, it's 22,000 or yeah. something. How many stadiums still are nothing? I mean, empty. the Giants and Jets still, the mm-hmm. Bills, nothing, and the Seahawks. I know those four right off the bat. But it seems like looking around yesterday, Cleveland's got fans. Cincinnati's got fl- fans. Miami's got fans. Tampa, they didn't play, but they can have fans. Um, it just seems like it's it's kind of coming back slowly and small numbers. And yet then you're going to watch a game tonight with there's just no one there. I don't know. I don't think Chicago had fans. No, you're right. Chicago doesn't either. That's another one that's completely tarped off and right. But I, but it seems like there are, I think there are more that have them than don't now. L.A. No, right? They haven't, but there wasn't a game there yesterday, so I don't know. That game was in Denver yesterday where there were fans. Do you where think the anyone blew a twenty-one point lead again? <laughs> do you think anyone would go to a Jet game if they were allowed? Yeah, the opposing fans. Oh right, the opposing. Wisconsin had none. Green Bay had none. Right, Lambo, and they showed you that was, there was one uh, angle when the Vikings had the ball, and they gave you like the angle from the end zone. It just looked creepy. Just so like a scrimmage, really, is what it looks like. But I don't know. I'm just curious if it's more that are allowing it than not now. That's all. Yeah, that I don't know. I would I'd just Google it. Red state, blue state. Yep. Colts are
2: allowing it. I didn't want to say it. Right? Andy.
1: Indianapolis is allowing it. Uh, Probably. I. I that uh, I don't know, but. Okay, maybe. No, they are okay. India is, although they were aware yesterday, they were on the road yesterday, right? In Michigan, Colts. Eddie's right. In Detroit. It, right? It, it
2: goes along political lines. If you're a Democratic state, you're letting in, fan- or you're not allowing anyone in, and if you're a Republican state, you're letting people in. It's- although
1: with the COVID numbers, just. Rocketing up, it may
2: change. Who knows?
1: Yeah, no, I get it. I I get it. I I also see, though, what you see is you see four fans and then no one around them for, you know, eight rows. But at least there is, like, the the game in Tennessee last week, I think they only have 10,000 or 11,000. But you know what? There's an atmosphere. Like, it actually sounds like a real football game. And the Clemson
2: uh, game in uh, South Carolina, they had it. It was so... They had a decent number of people. I don't know the actual number. And all over the state And it, spread out. But it was,
1: it was spread out very well. Right. I've seen somewhere not so much. Right, where there were clusters uh, and then Yeah, nothing. like a Texas A&M was a joke. Yes. But I, in Clemson, it was like, you know, very organized. Speaking of college football, Al, did you see, and then I will get back to the NFL in a second. Did you, and if not, I want you to Google this during the break. Did you see the Rutgers touchdown that was not allowed on Saturday? I did not. Okay, so I'll leave that there. Can you do me a favor after the next story? And we take a Google break. Google it. Yes, and you can listen to Carlin do the whole call. And all. I don't care about that, but I want you to tell me if you thought it was a legit touchdown that they didn't allow. So just Google Rutgers the, wacky the, touchdown. I the guess.
2: headline says uh, I. I googled Rutgers touchdown and it came up. Rutgers insane lateral TD gets yes. called back.
1: Yes. So on the during the break, if you can, matter of fact, well, rather than go to another story because it's already a quarter after all five, right. let's enough. take an early break. You look at that. And then I want your thoughts on the touchdown. Perhaps we'll play the call at some point, too. I don't know. We'll see. And then we'll get back to the NFL in just a couple of minutes, too. And also, because I've been very honest about this, I do not care if we have calls or not. I love the calls. And if we don't take them, we don't. You can make the call on that one, Al, and then you you can tell me during the break what you want to do. uh,
2: If they're adding
1: something, not boring sports talk. Is that a yes or a no?
2: That means if we get a good call, a good one, not 877-337-6666, seven, seven, three,
1: three, don't be boring. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get back to Al Rutgers NFL and his one in four parlay week for a 19th straight week, <laughs> which is unbelievable. In just a moment, it's the warm-up show until 6 on the fan. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. All right, 522. Football Monday. Jets lost. Giants play the Bucks tonight. Al Dukes, you have now seen the Rutgers play. What would be your professional expert take? I think the dude is down at one point before he flips the ball. Well, that's interesting because the reason they called it back, I thought, was for a forward pass.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that one dude was down.
1: Okay, I mean either way, it didn't count. So, but pretty wild, though, isn't it? Wild
2: stuff. Yeah, just flip flopping the ball. It looked like Australian rules football. Like when we first got ESPN
1: in like 1983,
2: yeah. and they had no rights to anything. And I would used to watch
1: Australian rules football. It looked just like that. I like my favorite part of the play is the lineman that just tosses it over his head. Yeah. <laughs> Someone catches it. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. Yes. So that was pretty good. Anyway, with that, I interrupted all your NFL stuff. So, what else we got here?
2: Uh, first of all, uh, the radio.com is playing nothing but commercials. So, just to restart the app if that ever happens. It's not that oh. you can hear me now, but I'm getting. Ton- I just kept responding to everybody restart app, restart got app, it. restart app. Good to know. That's going to affect our ratings, Jerry. And it, I don't might. Like it, one bit. it might. It might. It might. Uh, I do see that uh, a very alert uh, listener sent this to me, and uh, you uh, responded to him. Uh, businesses in New York City are boarding up ahead yeah. of the elections because if Donald Trump wins, I guess everyone's smashing windows, evidently. I,
1: I, I, I don't know. That's I what guess. they're preparing for. I mean, I well, drove They're preparing down,
2: for Biden to win, and then, then people smashing windows. That won't happen.
1: I drove down, was I guess it's Broom Street, I think, that yeah. I drive down most days, and I want to say I saw at least at least five or six businesses completely boarded up. And what's so goofy about it is, You've got businesses boarding up. At the same time, you've got the outdoor restaurants. Right. Like, Good uh, luck. I board those up. Yeah. Immediately. I mean, those tents are not cheap. You might want to pack them up and shut down for a couple of days. If I had a business in New York
2: City or any major city—Philadelphia, Portland, Seattle—I would build like a metal barricade in front of like that I could remote control. Encapsulate my business in a big metal dome. Yeah, well, that they, I could remove and like
1: just by remote control. You could have steel bars. Steel I mean, bars. Oh, steel bars. Right. Some in awesome. bad
2: neighborhoods, aren't
1: there steel bars? on Yeah, windows? that's always a
2: terrible sign, though. That's, you
1: drive by a house that has steel bars in it. You. We were talking on the podcast the other day about you know your right to know if a murder was committed in a home for sale that yeah. you're looking at. I would think if I was looking at real estate, like commercial real estate, right? Have there ever been bars in windows or doors here?
2: I noticed there's bars on your windows. Is this a safe neighborhood? <laughs> Not good, good, man. Not Lord. good. I watched some of the NFL games last night, Jerry. We watched the, You mentioned uh, earlier the first segment that the Chargers gave up a huge—they had a nice lead, and they, they lost out to the uh, Broncos. Yeah, they were up 24-3 in this game. Oh, my goodness, 24-3. And then Drew, Drew Locke seems like a tool. OK, <laughs> just the way he acts. I don't know. I don't, it might be from the time they they showed him on the sidelines, maybe last year. Right. He was sitting on the bench and they were playing like a, a music over the loudspeaker at the stadium. And he was lip syncing to it and like jamming out to it. He just looked like a.
1: So just a dork, <laughs>
2: a dork,
1: <laughs> just a dork. Well, you know what? That's a good win for them yesterday. It's that a was a very nice loss. win. The Chargers are a good, you know, watching that game. they were the a Chargers. good team. And yet they're what two and five?
2: Yeah, they've given up a lot of leads God. over this over the weeks.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's sixteen points or more. Is it four weeks now? Four games, I think. Think about that. They're two and five, and they've blown sixteen point leads in four losses of the five. That's insane. Awful. It's
2: not good, Jerry. No. It's not good.
1: It is not good. Especially did you, for the Broncos, they're not even good. Did you watch any of Ben Denucci last night?
2: Uh, I did watch a little bit of Ben DiNucci. Oh, my
1: God. Um,
2: and then, yeah, when I saw him on the sideline with that sock on his head to, to protect him, his helmet. What a disaster. I was dude. like, this guy's a disaster. I, I mean, mean the, 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 so, so the Eagles win last night. Carson Wentz turned the ball over four times.
1: Okay, this makes it even worse. Right. Carson Wentz throws two picks, and he fumbles the ball away twice. The Cowboys don't get turnovers. They got four last night. And they still lost. 23-9
2: to nine, Carson if you're just waking up.
1: Wins. He threw for 120 yards. And by the way, they didn't run for 300 yards either. They didn't do a lot. The Cowboy defense actually, there was one touchdown. I don't know if you saw it or not, but the, the fumble return for a touchdown should not have been. Number one, the Eagles are offsides. Number two, the play's dead at the 34-yard line. The fact that the officiating is just horrendous. Some, horrendous. I know sometimes they're you know I sit there and marvel that they get the right calls along the sidelines, feet in, feet out, stuff like that. But some of the calls they make in these games just make you shake your head. Just, and I was watching
2: ugh. yesterday on Red Zone Channel. I saw a lot of uh, they went to uh, the Bills Patriots a lot. Yeah. Cam Newton. I, Looks terrible. Something... That helmet looks
1: like it's too tight on his head. (laughs) I don't think it's It
2: really does. It looks very odd. It's a very odd-fitting helmet. Well, he's got a big head. uh, I've never seen a quarterback like that. Well,
1: that was why I played the clip on Friday, maybe Friday, maybe Thursday, whatever, and it's kind of what Boomer was discussing from the moment he signed there as he signed late, saying it's not going to be easy for him to just step in and play. And I thought the first couple of weeks, even though he wasn't throwing the ball with great precision, it was working. And then he gets the COVID, comes back, and he's been a mess. And for him to say, you know, last week that he's thinking way too much out there because the system, you know, takes time. Well, you know what? Shows Boomer was exactly right, and that's he, been the issue.
2: Even when he's got designed runs, he looks like he's running in slow motion.
1: Yeah, it's something weird. It's just, it's a weird vibe going on there. And even on the play, you cannot, in any way, shape, or form, you can't fumble the ball there. You've got the game tied. That's a lockup. You can't fumble the ball. Just bad. It was like
2: the first time the Bills beat the Patriots was it in in uh in Foxborough? Foxborough wherever they play now Foxborough. Gillette Stadium. Right. Yeah, they don't um they don't win there often, so the Bills were feeling themselves after the game. I saw really? Sean Sean McDermott was all excited. Well, they're 6 and 2, is that right? 6 and 2. That sounds about There's right They're 6 Jerry. and
1: 2 and the Patriots 2 and 5. And yeah. you have the Jets in your division now. The one team sneaky good, the Dolphins. Even though I didn't think they played yes. great, I mean they made defense. some plays, and defense was defense made plays. I mean that's pretty much what they did. But they're four and three, three and three. They're four and three, I think. Watch out, be you know don't sleep on the Dolphins.
2: I wanted to get the name of this fella on the L.A. Rams, number eleven. Okay, because he quit on a play, Josh oh. Reynolds. Really? Yeah. On the on the uh, on the pick that uh, the, the Dolphins took back for a pick six, right? The guy, this number eleven, Josh Reynolds on the Rams, he he gave up with within fifteen yards of the goal line. No kidding. He looked like he was making maybe it. He I was thought, gassed. I suppose, but I thought the uh, DK Metcalf move inspired everybody last week to chase everybody down. I guess not. Don't let not. anyone get in.
1: Uh, maybe he's in better shape. That could be as well. Did you see that game was on Fox, right? Fox. Yeah, yes. I think so. Did you see within a five-minute span, they blew two graphics pretty badly? What'd they do? so? Fox robots? You get the touchdown by Miami on, I forget which play, and they put up Rams touchdown in big block letters, and then they change the score, giving the Rams the touchdown. Meantime, the Dolphins are celebrating. And then on the punt return for a touchdown – they had the, the wrong player, touched out by so and so. And it was, was it Van Ginkle or whoever? The, he Van was the, Ginkle. Yeah, is that what his name, Eddie? You watched the game, right? Van, I forget his name. I got to look. Van Ginkle. Yeah, I think it was Van Ginkle. I think are you thinking what Yes. Are you thinking of
2: Chris Kringle?
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, Al. I'm thinking of Van Ginkle.
2: Van Ginkle.
1: <laughs> now I got to look this up. God darn he's it. On the, what team is he on? Uh, he's on Van the Ginkle? Dolphins. While I look this up, because this is Ginkle. for you, Mark and Belmar. What's Van up, Ginkle? Mark? Talk to Al.
2: How you doing, guys? Um, Al, last week you remarked how Boomer had to read his halftime highlights real fast. Yeah. Your latest Batfitter commercial, you read it so fast, I thought either your sweet potatoes were burning or or Whimsy had to go out to relieve herself. Well, what happens with these commercials, sometimes when you record them, they have to be exactly 30 seconds, and if if I recorded it and it was 33, Two seconds, they got to speed it up a little bit. You hear them in the boomer sports minutes too. Sometimes they like, and then other times he's like, the Chiefs threw five touchdowns. Like they have to slow it down in order to get it to fit exactly. So that's what happened there. I can't possibly speak that fast.
1: That was that was well done. Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle.
2: Andrew Van Ginkle. He had, I had a seventy-eight
1: yard fumble return for a touchdown, and it, they put it up because think about it: the Rams are about to go into score. So it goes back the other way, and whoever is in charge of the graphics there puts up Rams touchdown. <laughs> Meantime, Van Ginkle is in the end zone, and then they put up, at that point, they put up Rams ahead 13-7, and then like three, four, five seconds go by, take the score down, Dolphins touchdown.
2: <laughs> Actually, Jerry, this is Van Ginkle, this is the the runback where number 11 where on quit. the Rams quit.
1: Okay. Van Ginkle's a long-haired
2: fella. He looks like the type of guy that on Hard Knocks would be trying to get on the special teams. Right, sure. And up until the last second, he's the feel-good story, and then he gets cut. Hey, Van Ginkle! Van Ginkle, you're out of here. We're, we're just too deep, Van Ginkle. We're just too, and we're going to let you go today because I really think you could catch on with another team. You just call him Van Ginkle? Van Ginkle. <laughs> yeah, so he From had From South that. Dakota, Van And then Ginkle. right
1: after that, you had the, uh, the Grant. Punt return for a touchdown. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Where they put up at that point, Van Ginkle again. <laughs> Van Ginkle. I'm telling you, they were all over the place. It was pretty funny.
2: I'm um, Van Ginkle. Then I watched a lot of a uh, Steelers uh, Ravens. Yeah. I can't. Lamar Jackson was awful in that
1: game. Yeah. I keep picking the Steelers
2: to lose because I'm like, they can't go undefeated. They got to lose one of these games. And keep they're picking losing. them.
1: <laughs> Pick them next week. They play the Cowboys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love anytime there's a a rematch of a Super Bowl. It's kind of rematch. Steelers.
1: I hate when people do that. No, no, I just like the there's look. No like way, it, that's like fine. It just looks cool. Like Let's not when, call it a rematch,
2: though. No, no, not a rematch. Well, like like when the Dolphins played the Niners uh, last week or the week prior, it looked cool. It was like, oh, that's like a Super Bowl rematch.
1: It, it how just about this? looks cool. It gives you Super Bowl memories of yesteryear. Vibes. I get Super Bowl vibes. Like there's nothing worse than when people are like, it's a rematch a of rematch. Super Bowl four. 54 years ago, most of those yeah. players are dead. This you is not dead. a rematch. A rematch is the same teams battling it out again. Right. But yeah. I understand your point. Well, yeah, well, you will get that. So the Cowboys and Steelers play it, have played three Super Bowls, right? They yes. lost the two, and then they won in 95. So, yes. So you'll get the Super Bowl, Super Bowl look the of Super the Bowl look, Cowboys yeah. and Steelers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except I don't know that it's going to go very well. <laughs> Although Andy Dalton could be back. And should uh be. in place of Denucci. I hope so. DiNucci. Did you work that game last night? I did. And I'm watching they show at one point they show Garrett Gilbert on the sidelines. I'm like He's a quarterback also. I see, Yeah. I'm looking, I'm <laughs> like, I've never I cannot believe I am looking at someone by the name of and guy look good for him. He was a good player, James Madison. That's great. You can see he's got good arm strength, but he was overmatched last night. And I would expect that his first game. That's fine. But Ben DiNucci is the starting quarterback in prime time for the Cowboys, and the backup quarterback is Garrett Gilbert. What the hell has happened?
2: Roger Staubach, Don Meredith, Danny White, Troy Aikman, Ben DiNucci, Tony <laughs> Romo, Glean Glabbert, or whatever his
1: name is. Garrett yeah, just Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert. Was that a play on Blaine Gabbert? What was that? No, I, I, I got confused. Garrett Gilbert, yeah. Garrett Gilbert. Pretty wild. Really nice. um, Did you like
2: the uh, Bengals' white uniforms? I thought they were cool. Yeah, they were fine. I, I, uh, uniforms I need the white helmet, nothing though. for me. I'm oh, sorry. They,
1: I love them. I know you're a uniform whore. Yeah. I'm not.
2: They visually please me while I'm watching a game. And that visually pleased me, the white uniform. But I wanted a white helmet, which I know they can't do. You have to have only one helmet. But if they if they're considering a uniform change, the Bengals.
1: Black and white. There is so many things I could say right now, but I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break instead. A I am gonna get King. a Gabe in New Haven. Hang in there. Uh, we'll get to you after the break. It's five thirty-five. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at six. Football Monday here on the fan.
0: Alan Jerry, this
1: is the new normal, and it's normal to have Boomer and Geo at six o'clock, which is what you will have coming up in eighteen minutes as they will break it down. Week eight in the NFL, uh, the Eagles did win last night, Giants Bucks tonight, and the Jets got walloped in Kansas City. I actually, thought it could have been worse. It wasn't as bad as I thought. What else you got, Al
2: Jerry? We were mentioning earlier how you know Giants Bucks tonight. JPP, who played for the Giants, now is on the Bucks, said that he will be coming for their necks. Uh, Someone on Twitter, I don't know if his name is uh, a troublemaker name, so I'm not going to say it, but uh, a man from Las Vegas, Nevada, says, coming for your neck is something urban. Wu-Tang Clan has a song, Protect Your Neck. Okay. I got to protect my neck because it's very bony and wrinkly skinned.
1: That is true, yes. That's why you wear a scarf these days. It'd
2: be easy for anybody to come for my neck, I mean.
1: You can see it from a mile away. <laughs> it's probably very fragile. What's that pogo stick coming out of your shoulders? It's oh, my neck, Jerry. Neck.
2: Exactly. Protect your neck. Oh, we did get some Mets news, and uh, MLB owners have approved the sale to Steve Cohen. Oh, and the city didn't block it? The city did not block kidding, it. Really? <laughs> that's right, Jerry. All oh, is good in okay. METLAND.
1: So that was a and bunch of then, nonsense last week. Right.
2: A Steve Cohen popped up on Twitter.
1: Yes, and it is the real one. It
2: is the real guy. And his Twitter handle is at Stephen A. Cohen and the number two. His wife confirmed that it is him, and he took to Twitter and said,
1: I would love to hear your ideas to make your Mets experience better. You know what my favorite response was? One guy said, you've already done that by buying the team, And and he wrote back, no, we can do a lot better than that.
2: Oh, is that right? Let me see.
1: Did he write back to a lot of people? He did write back to some people. I'm sure he did. I mean, mm. he seems like a legit Met fan that is just got a lot more money than most. Um and he's into it. Do you like him being on Twitter? Well, I don't care. I like that Mark Cuban's on Twitter. That's and true. He's, he's fiery. He is, and I think he's accessible and, you know, he does a lot of politics, yes, but he also he engages Shark Tank fans. He engages Mavs fans. Um, I think it's I think it's a good way to go back and forth and, and communicate. I think, yeah, I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's bad.
2: And then the Mets gave Marcus Stroman a qualifying offer of $18.9 million, which seems excessive.
1: Yeah, but he's not going to take it. I mean, whatever. <laughs> he's not taking it? No. Why? Because he's going to get more years, more guaranteed money more? somewhere else. Yeah. Who wants him? I don't, but there will be to pitching. Teams are desperate for pitching. I bet you, if I had to guess, well, let me ask you this. Like, what's he going to end up with? Yeah, like, if you were Marcus Stroman, and your season, you know, you didn't pitch because of uh, COVID this year. But he's had a couple of injury issues, but whatever. If you were Marcus Stroman, and this might be a very light number. I don't know what he would get on the open market, but I'll throw this scenario at you, as some would say. He could re-sign with the Mets for one year, $18.9 million. Or he could sign a five-year, and again, this I think this is going to be light for him, but five years, $65 million guaranteed. Oh. What would you take? Yeah, I would take the part two, answer two, I to think they B. would, too, unless you're one of those that thinks you're going to win 20 games and you could make $200 million. And like I said, the 60, that's probably a very light number. I understand that. I'm just trying to say... Like, there could be significantly more guaranteed money out. And there will be. There will be significantly more guaranteed money waiting for him out there. And so, What do you
2: make of the rumor that Masahiro Tanaka could become a New York man? It's
1: interesting. I mean, you know, you say he's not a big-game pitcher. That's fine. Um, right. I think if you got him at a good number, you know, I'm not giving Masahiro Tanaka $25 million a year.
2: Would you give him Marcus Stroman's $18.9 million? <sighs>
1: That's right. Um, I would give. T- I think I'd give Tanaka 15 million a year. Tanaka. Yeah, I'm not signing him for six years, right? But would I give Tanaka pitcher. three years, forty five? I probably would. Yeah, I would. I definitely would. Actually. All right, you would do that. Yes, I would. Yeah. And then here was some odd
2: news, Jerry, that I saw in the basketball world. Basketball world. The uh, Toronto Raptors. They play in Canada. Yeah, this is actually kind of Toronto cruel,
1: was. But we're not going to be able to go to any games.
2: So I guess they have restrictions. They do, uh, Canada's got an uptick in the coronavirus, so they have restrictions about the people traveling from the United States to go up there. Right. Which would be very bad on the NBA season. They think these restrictions are going to keep going all in through uh, 2021. Right. So they were considering moving the Toronto Raptors to New Jersey. The
1: Prudential Center, The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, I think it's awesome if that happens.
2: And then if they won a championship, would that count for New Jersey winning a championship?
1: No, it won't what? It should, but no because there'd be it no: should, fan. I Definitely, they, I don't know if there'll be no well again, New Jersey, I don't know, but around the country, I do think you're going to see 25 you know 20, 25 percent capacity to some cities. I don't know about here. It doesn't seem like that's changing anytime soon. No, I think that would be a win for Toronto because here's their deal. just because they're playing at Prudential Center, we're not seeing any of their games. They might as well be playing in Kansas. The New Jersey Raptors. No, they'll be the Toronto Raptors, and they'll still be on uh, Toronto Sports Network Television. They're not going to be on MSG, Yes, or CBS. Well, that's not local. They're not going to be on SNY. They'll be on Toronto. Sportsnet uh, Toronto they'll be on.
2: Would they have to? They have to come here and live in
1: hotels in New in Newark, New Jersey hotel rooms. No, park benches around uh, Port Authority.
2: Well, that's not going to be good for their
1: <laughs> their play, Jerry. Yeah, of course they're gonna have to live out of uh, hotels. Mm. I'm sure they could rent. You know, if they're smart, I'm sure they could get short term lease apartments for them. Oh yeah, I don't think you have to live out of an out of a hotel for six seven months. I mean you could you just could throw your towels on the ground and someone cleans them up. Well, for that's you. true too. Remember we had that story in the podcast that elderly guy. That found it to be cheaper by staying at one of those chain hotels <laughs> with the senior rate than it did to, yes. get, to have rent somewhere. Yes. Had laundry done for them <laughs> Maids came in. Free breakfast. Remember that? Do you ever do that thing where they go, uh, save our
2: oceans. Don't uh, use your towels multiple times. No
1: way. No, I do. Yeah. You do? I do. When you I, hang your I'm, towel on the, on the back door? Yeah. Like when I go, when I'm away with Rutgers and it's just me. Yeah. Why not? I'm like, you know,
2: give me show me where you've given me a break on the hotel and I'll wear my towel
1: use so my towel twice not into the environment.
2: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Gabe in New Haven. Sorry you're holding there. What's up Gabe? Hey guys, I just wanted to say uh loving the hour, looking forward to 2 hours. My man. But uh yeah, Al, I uh, listened to the Seinfeld podcast. I think you did a great
0: job on there.
2: Oh, thank you. I was a guest on uh, these two guys who started a Seinfeld podcast about all the Seinfeld episodes.
0: Yes, these pretzels are making me thirsty.
1: No, nope, this we podcast you, is making me thirsty. Yes. Yeah, the
2: podcast is making I'm thinking of exactly. signing those guys to a long-term development deal.
1: <laughs> uh, will you be back on there?
2: Right. I think I've said everything I need to say hey, about Gabe, Seinfeld no, hold episodes.
1: On a hey, Gabe. If they ask, he's there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, Now let's see. So when we when they first started, okay, they had two Twitter followers. <laughs> okay, the hosts. Fifteen now? No, no, no. Now we've tried to push them a little bit. Okay, I got to tell you though, I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed. It's very difficult to to get followers on you Twitter now. Take that and shove it where the sun don't shine. You're right. You can't get 15,000 followers anymore. But how many do you think we've generated for them now, talking about them on the podcast on the show? No, they went from 2 to 57. Whatever. (laughs) That's embarrassing for us. Well, this is what I'm trying to
2: tell people about social media. Like Craig and Evan are starting a brand new show here, right? Yeah. For them to start a show account, from, i would from, do that f- right because it no will point. look embarrassing
1: but why would you evan's got a lot of twitter followers and craig does because You're that's good. just
2: what we do now like shows start accounts but it, it's so difficult to get new followers i would advise against it maybe they should just start a tiktok channel definitely with craig and evan dancing together <laughs> and Craig's top 40 out. hits
1: <laughs> you could do that i suppose <laughs> It's pretty funny. Did
2: you see, Jerry, that uh, Antonio Brown has been living with Tom Brady? Yes, we
1: discussed this Why? last week. What? Go get your own place. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, so awkward. maybe this is Brady's way of keeping him under control to make sure that he doesn't veer off and do something stupid. I mean, he hasn't had the best judgment the last couple of years. Would you agree with that? I would agree. But I, Brady's house isn't
2: like a crazy... Like um, Derek Jeter, Tampa house. So he's gonna run into Antonio Brown in the house. The guy's got,
1: the guy's a family. Was, I thought he was renting Jeter's old house. No, they bought. He bought a house. Okay, he Have moved you, out of Jeter's. How many square feet is it? I mean, I don't know. It didn't eight hundred. Like uses eight hundred. <laughs> and you're basically ripping into Tom Brady's size of his house. <laughs> <Hold
2: on>. Tom. <laughs> Brady House. Let me see that.
1: I just want to be clear. 800 yeah. square feet and you're ripping him for the size home he's in.
2: All right. Uh, Tom Brady reportedly closing in on a mansion worth $7.5 million. Yeah. Keep talking, Al.
0: I'm pretty oh, okay. sure. Hold on.
2: Oh, no. Jeter's residence was 30,000 square feet. <laughs> so 30,000 of my condos.
1: Think about that. No. I. Here's what I think. Oh, no. Not 30,000 of my condos. It would be? 3,000. Their bathroom is basically your condo. Right. And it might be larger, actually. A 30,000 square foot home?
2: He wants to buy a waterfront mansion in Clearwater, Florida. All right. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to be the real estate agent who gets that. Get that 2% commission? Oh, my gosh. I'd be done. Okay, this house is
1: 8,500 square feet. That's what he's... No kidding. Yeah, that's not that gigantic. Not compared to 30,000. No. That said, 8,500 square feet, there's still plenty of room for Antonio Brown to hide. I guess. And like Does I said... have to cook him breakfast? All, well, he's got a personal chef. Remember oh. the TB... Me- oh, we got to take a break. Eddie, TB12 on me. method. TB12 method. So they'll be... Antonio Brown's going
2: to be like, where's the real
1: food? This is... quick break. TB12? <laughs> Who wants this crap? Uh, quick break. Boomer and Gio. We'll finish up on the other side. Then Boomer and Gio at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, nice to have you with us. Monday morning, Jets got blasted in KC. The Jets last night trading Avery Williamson to the Steelers. Eagles over the Cowboys last night. Giants, Bucks tonight on the fan, and lots of baseball news. What else, Al?
2: And only one more day of, you better vote. Did you
1: vote? Try to vote. It's almost register yeah, to vote. We're almost vote. there tomorrow, and the commercials will be over. How are these networks going to survive without the commercials? The
2: commercials will be over. Social media won't have to remind you every time you sign on. I actually had to remove a uh, political sign from uh, my condo's property. I thought that's not allowed. I just took it through right in the garbage.
1: Why is it not allowed?
2: Because not everyone in the condo is for whoever's sign that was. No. Got it. It's I just,
0: Monday on the right. fan is we talk Jets, Chiefs, and all of the weekend's biggest games.